This week on This Galarian Life, the party gets ready for the next day of the war council. Teresia gets dressed. It's never too early to sit outside the herald's door to keep her safe. Uh, Teresia, I've told you, please. (laughs) They learn more about their counterparts. She casts Conjure Hand Puppets on her own, which is a second level spell. (laughs) (laughs) Some troubling revelations come to the forefront. Yeah, that's what free stuff is, really. Just stuff you find in the dirt. And that's not what we need to win this war. Like worms and people from Absalom. But still, trouble remains in the background. In fact, I'm pretty sure me killing my sister was part of a ploy of this. Oh, well, that's fun, huh? When it comes to the negotiations, will the party blow them away? She pulls out a mirror uh, out of her pocket and sets it on the table and grabs a razor blade. It's for late. Listen to find out. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to This Galarian Life. This episode is a little bit long. It was the last episode re-recorded of the year, and we had a little bit of a discussion at the beginning relating to that. I hope you enjoy the little bit of extra content this week, because that's all in there. I'm not going to hold you much longer on the intro. Just remember, check the description below for all of our social media accounts. Check out our Patreon page tell a friend or whatever you know all the nitty-gritty stuff i talk about almost every week uh but with that all being said let's just jump right into the episode presenting episode 154 memories can't remain so it is our last recording of the year uh we are recording this on the day before uh new year's eve Mm mm-hmm so any uh, imp- impre- general impressions on the year, uh, not necessarily like the actual year, but the year That's of the show. Nice. Let me pull up the episode list and see what the first episode of the year was. And maybe we can like try it'll, to remember what the best parts for you all were. It'll probably be us screaming about dicks and butts. <laughs> it doesn't have to be. Though. You'd be so goddamn lucky. <laughs> it's... I, uh, you know, I, I don't, I'm not going to bet anything of value, but I am willing to bet there's probably impreg mentioned at least once in that episode of the new year, or I guess of this year. We've got some recurring themes. Yeah. So the first episode of 2021 was one called King of the Keys, the Eight Towers. Uh, you all were in the Vault of Ascension. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and you met the little king in the bottle guy. And oh, yeah. How's he doing? Yeah. Uh, he's still around your guys' neck, but he hasn't oh, really showed up. It's actually... Oh, man. Oh, we're terrible. Oh, I want to have a whole conversation with him tonight. Did he, he saw you all die three times. Yeah, he didn't say anything about the fucking familiar side that we've been doing. Nope. Oh, I'm sorry. I was high on blow. <laughs> God damn it. Not you two. Son of a bitch. I don't think dwarfs would do blow. That doesn't seem like a very dwarf drug. Oh, oh did I say blow? I meant dwarf blow. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah, so that puts us a couple episodes uh, to start the year. That's one, two episodes before the initial ghost fight. So that's kind of where the, the year is. So you made it through two boss fights in the year. Um, both were three-ish, four-ish episodes long. 
Mm-hmm. So any any uh, memorable moments for you all that can remember uh, or anything like that? Got shot in the head. That was pretty. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah I, the, that yeah. was pretty early in the year. <laughs> we set the we set the tone in that episode. Yeah. Uh, we all got fucked by a dragon. That was pretty cool. I think if I was to pick out something uh, relatively memorable. I mean, I think I think We've the done uh, one memorable thing this year. <laughs> uh, episode one hundred and sixteen. Uh, there will be blood hags have a specific, uh, a lasting impression on the, the show, <laughs> and might have yeah. been brought up at least once, uh, once or a twice. week. Uh, that was in in March ish of this year. So it's been nine months since that happened. Look, whatever uh, our paladin almost falls in front of us, like oh please, I was at no risk of that. Um, what you think? I open ace up there in heaven, you idiot! Oh yeah, that, that's another thing that happened. Oh, yeah. When you all made me, <laughs> when you all made me just out of fucking nowhere, send you to heaven. Yeah, <laughs> I go out inside and smoke for twenty fucking minutes. Oh, you know, you gave no, you gave both Teresia and uh, Penny free reign for that one. You got what you deserved. I thought you were just gonna go bury your sister, and you're like, but instead, heaven. <laughs> yep. Do you think uh, out, outside of Teresia, for obvious reasons like uh, sister murdering and whatnot, uh, do you think any of your characters have like drastically changed over the last year? Uh, also outside Lord, of Charlie, for obvious reasons. Oh, we learned that Laura doesn't know what weed smells like. It's true. That's true. Yeah. It's been ongoing. Um, uh, Laura has moved uh, since the siege. Laura has moved a little bit away from the gloom and doom war god. And is trying to be a bit more apparently. Uh, also, uh, Greg did spend like a whole year next to Grogu's penis, so that's probably changed in some way. You know, I feel like uh, Xerix has kind of reached a lot of her original goals, so she's a little uh, chiller now. Horatia's got the whole uh, uh, dark, tortured soul thing on lock. Not also. Gina got back with her ex-husband and realized she was For being now. a bitch. For now. For now. Uh, to Penny's chagrin, but Penny isn't going to say anything. In Penny's character growth, we've, we've taken her from wanting to uh, potentially kill Jacques on site to maybe being, well, it's still basically there, but a little bit more towards ambivalent, I think. I'm, I'm just saying, I, I, th- I can't wait for that moment to happen. I want to see how Lucy plays this one out. Oh, speaking of which, um, this oh, year... Uh, this year will probably be will probably uh, wrap up the adventure path uh, sometime in the year, and I'm expecting around this time next year, maybe November, December ish, uh, we might be starting our second campaign. Um, so let's let's go around the horn. Is there anything in particular you are uh, interested in seeing wrapped up, like where things are going? Whether it be like an individual character arc, a major plot thing, is there anything that just sticks out to you that is interesting or exciting in some way that hasn't seen its conclusion yet? I would like to see uh, the Tuller family get back together. Oh no! I'm gonna have to rewrite some stuff then. Ah shit! Uh, I also unrelated, but I would like to see. Jacques and Penny get together, uh, like not get together, but at least see each other and see that they're both alive. And I want to see if like Penny immediately snaps and goes full chaotic evil. Well, yeah, yeah. Or, 
they're gonna fight. <laughs> they're gonna fuck. It's gonna be beautiful. Um, I I also would would love to see the Tellers reunion as well as Penny and Jacques. Um, <laughs> hopefully, you know, Terex will get her girlfriend back. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, if you let the Tellers get back together and Penny and Jacques get back together, then you don't let the one lesbian so couple get back though. together. <laughs> You know, I, I do enjoy the the like Harold and, and Galarian storyline, but I am interested in seeing how like all these uh, political, like like the the campaign, uh, bosses and armies play out. Yeah, and there, there's a bunch of different ways. You not guys that can I'm not excited to to kill uh, the dude who wants to kill God, but uh, I mean, on that note as well, there's also like outside things that don't necessarily have to do with either story that I'm particularly interested in. Um, <clears throat> the Richard stuff is, I think, going to wind up being fairly entertaining. Um, uh, Laurel's obviously been resurrected in the background, so we'll be meeting up with him in a couple weeks. My boy. I'll kill you. What? They fucking took you from the peace of heaven? Is it because we showed up and, like, Show and like we fucked around and they're like, oh, you know those people? He's like, yeah, you can't be in heaven anymore. No, no, it was because you guys were making fun of them while you were up there. So you're, they're like, oh, you're you're kind of a dork, huh? You're kind of cringe. Get the fuck out. This is Chad heaven. Uh, I guess one final question: uh, New, New Year's is a time for resolutions. Does anybody have, and it doesn't necessarily have to relate specifically to this game, uh, any resolutions related to uh, uh, tabletops or Pathfinder or D&D or whatever? I'm going to try to do a bunch of short campaigns. I'd like to get rid of all the genres on my genres I haven't done list. Right. And then uh, from that, re re revisit what I want to be as a GM. Now, look, I have a fair amount of D&D in my life. I'm probably at, or honestly, beyond my maximum on some weeks, and that's okay. Uh, no, I'm, I'm very happy. The important thing about tabletops for me is that I get to do them with my friends. Although I think it is important in any given tabletop game to have a random stranger there who you don't quite like. And sadly, that's not in any of my games yet. Well, y'all have Derek in the Monday game. That's true. I don't. Yeah, I don't really like that talking. When you, when there's never a, a a guy at the table, you're the guy at the table. I know. That's that's the logic there. It sucks. <laughs> uh, Sam. Yes. I'd really like to get the Saturday game. I'm running off the ground again. Um, uh, I th- I think I would either like to try some sort of homebrew or um, science fiction plot um, as a DM. There is a Star Trek tabletop. Don't tempt me. Mm I want to be a Ferengi paladin. I've got to work that day. You could use 5e rule 8. No. You You could just use whatever rules you want and then just make things up and that's how I DM. Exactly. And that's a consistent 5e conversion right there that Sam's got. So. Exactly. Uh, I would like to start DMing uh, games some more. Probably going to be mostly 2e, but 
Yeah, whenever you asked this question, I thought you were originally going to be like, what do we all want from the new game? And I was going to be like, 2 e. All right, I will talk about it again. <laughs> but I didn't get to say that, so I had to say it now. Uh, two, I'm probably going to do... I'm going to start uh, Agents of Edgewatch. Going to have to start scouting people for that. Because I thought I was going to have Jeff for sure, but after the three sessions of being a guard in the Monday game, I don't know if he's the right <laughs> fit anymore. What are you talking about? You know you need that energy. Uh, if, if you need someone to play a cop game that won't be uh, a horrible cop, I, I will... I... Understandable. I'd also like to try and get a Monster of the Week game going. Ooh, the X-Files tabletop? Basically. Or Supernatural or any Monster of the Week show. I'll start like a thing for the podcast, maybe as Patreon, maybe as filler episodes. Where we all like do like uh, commentaries from movies, but specifically like all those shitty sci-fi channel D and D movies. I mean, if you Man, to I think we either, either do upset. we either do in character, out of character, or both. I don't care. I think it could be pretty fun though, and pretty easy to make happen. What's the one where the guy, uh, the main villain bad guy, is bald and he has plum lipstick? That's Jeremy Irons, and yes, he gets eaten by a dragon, but he's also back in the second one. Wait, Scar from the Lion? Yes. And the Lion King Part Two, and, and he's yeah. he's he's and the only actor, one and a half. He's, and he's <laughs> the lead, you, Derek. and he's the only actor there who knows the movie is shit, and he and he's hamming it up all the way to yeah. eleven. He's he's straight up like it's losing awesome. his goddamn mind mid sentence, just it's, like it's, leaning in. He's, really good. <laughs> if there's ever been a portrayal of a lawful evil. Uh, speaking of Dungeons and Dragons, uh. Teresia, you wake up. You oh, jolt, jolt awake. I sit up yet again in bed from a nightmare. Or perhaps a good dream. Depending on how you look at it. Derek, describe the ambiance of the room. Is it stone silent? Um, yeah. The, I mean, Eames isn't here, so Charlie's not doing anything weird right now, so yeah. Unsettling, but perhaps informative. Teresia gets dressed. It's 3 a.m., Teresia gets dressed. It's never too early to sit outside the herald's door to keep her safe. Uh, Teresia, I've told you, please. <laughs> uh, as you approach, Cyric seems to be asleep in her room. Very good. I pull up a chair and I work on my crochet. Uh, the maids come in the hallway and kind of side eye you. Uh, they whisper something under their breath, and the uh, uh, sun uh, rises, and it is now. Day three of the war camp. Uh, Penny gets there early and has coffee and small pastries set up for everybody. Did you buy them from Charlie's shop? Because this might be considered an insult. (laughs) I I don't think Penny cares about Charlie's uh, feelings, so she probably don't. I mean, serving the War Council things, pastries full of semen, might be considered an insult. No, no. Yeah, some of, them, some of them have, like, goopy sugar things. Like, it looks like cum, right? But it mm. is, in fact, like, I can't remember what it's called. Teresia weighs her hand over the buffet, casting Detect Poison, looks to Penny, says, you've shown a lot of growth, Penny. Thank uh, you. You don't, you don't get any poison, but you get something. <laughs> you, have to, you have to get more caster levels, Teresia. Uh, Penny is a bitch who can put a holy clear in her mouth and eat it in one kind of go. Incredible. Mm. No way Jacques yeah. likes you now. Meanwhile, Teresia, <laughs> Teresia takes raw dough into her mouth and five minutes later spits out a baked pretzel. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fire by every day. 
With salt somehow. What the fuck? Cyrix, uh, when you wake up, you do find Teresia outside of your room for some reason. Teresia, what are you doing here? Oh, I was just thinking I had nothing better to do, so I might as well keep an eye on you. It's also getting colder outside. Here, take these, and I hand you the crocheted gloves I've made overnight. Is mm-hmm. this cabling? What? <laughs> do you not? Okay. Jeff, if you're going to... Oh, we don't call it that at Magdamar. I'm sorry. Well, these are these are very nice. Thank you, Teresia. Are, yes. are, are things going just about how they were going when we talked yesterday? Oh, of course. I figured they've been that way for the past 12 months. Why would it change? Where's Penny? <laughs> oh, she was taking a platter of uh, a finger foods at the dining hall. That sounds wonderful. And Sirix just like brushes off. I followed dutifully behind. Oh, Laura, do you have anything special you're doing? Laura probably was just uh, doing morning preparations and sees uh, Sirix running away and uh, Teresia just very dutifully like following behind. Like Sirix is like light jogging away and she's just power walking. Our dexterity. Delicious intent. Our dexes are both so high that we don't make very loud footfalls. I'll just uh, shake my head and chuckle and uh, head towards the council. All right, well, uh, everybody's enjoying the pastries and everything, and then, uh, like, 9 a.m. hits, and it's time to get down to business. To defeat the Huns, let's do this. Uh, There is a kind of a weird, um, weird aura over... Uh, the proceedings today um, you feel like most of the people in the room don't really know what to think about uh, Katra Sabine the Molthuni general uh, arriving you kind of get the general idea of, of people people without saying anything uh, feel not necessarily uncomfortable with her but uncomfortable with the general idea that somebody else might not be comfortable with her, and it's kind of just like a little. There's an awkwardness in the air. Then I will, I'll try to start off the event by greeting everybody, doing a good slam with an empty coffee mug on the table, mm. and saying, "All right, everybody, we've eaten, we've drank coffee, and there's one last thing we need to do, and that's remember." We're all here for the same reason, and we all want the same thing. For these Iron Fang to pay, and possibly stop the war. But, with that, and then I start going over a summary of what happened yesterday. Uh, Obisk Shalehammer says, I thought we were the ones who were supposed to pay. Money, you see. No sell, no sell the joke. No sell the joke. That's good. I'm glad your financial investments mean that much to you. I spent all night writing that joke. That's good. You probably shouldn't have. <laughs> and that is what today is about. Money. Well, resources. Well, so there, there is nothing uh, super special going on today in terms of uh, events or whatnot. So uh, it's a free-for-all for you all. Uh, so you each can do a influence check or whatever. And Do we have what's her face's uh, Killistrad? Right, is she yeah, the Malthoon lady? No, she. That is uh, Santilla Savros is the Killistrad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Makes sense. Failed her her uh, perception check, so you have not done her. Yeah, you haven't done her discovery check yet. Very uh, good. But, but you also technically don't need to do the discovery check. It's just a bonus. 
Well, I'd like to do the Calistrade bitch. Okay. Calistrade. Uh, okay. Uh, what what check am I making? Uh, I mean, you could just do bluffer diplomacy. Very All good. of them have bluffer diplomacy. Then I would it's do just the special <clears throat> for influence. Um, yeah, just influences. Uh, Penny looking at the Calistrate individual as the meeting starts going on. She's Penny has successfully got the men talking about their accomplishments, so she knows she has like hours of like time that she can do whatever she wants in the social situation. And she she very quickly looks over to the Calistrate lady who's also like pretending to be interested, and then looks over to Cyrix and kind of makes eye contact with her and gestures to the Calistrate lady, offering. Uh, a dual team, a, a double tag team, so to say. Yeah, tag team and old broad. Know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> In the background, you hear Sir Santine saying, I once caught a fish almost this big. My goodness. Oh, my Tinder profile picture. Oh. What other pics you got out there? And then There's I walk one away. With me and my dog. Dog. Me and my dog. And then all of a sudden. Just... Hog. My penis got ripped off in the war. Oh, yeah. God, I'm so sorry. We have stuff for that now. It, it, it's an undead abomination. Oh, okay. I'm about to say, I have the regenerate spell. So oh. we could get that penis back for you, buddy. Would that give us a pre-influence check, Jared? Bring <laughs> your cock back. I mean, if, I guess if you, if, if you want to go up to, like, last wall and try to find it in the pile of uh, undead No, it's regenerate. It, you don't yeah. need it. Oh, oh, it's not going to work. It's oh, that damn. Area, uh, we'll that area is cur- it's cursed. You need the penis. I see. It's, it's so we need to remove curse. We need to remove curse and. But so, specifically to remove, to remove Santine's penis curse, he must be presented with the penis that has been slain by one of the PCs, and then a successful remove curse or wish or miracle spell must be cast. He's reading it straight from the book. He's not lying to us. Yep, it checks out. Yeah, I do read the books. So. Speaking of bluffing, Derek. Uh, Cyrix and I approach this Calistrate lady. Now, just so, just as we're walking, uh, Penny's gonna say stuff out loud for the GM to get to agree and to beckon Cyrix for a plan. So, this is the arms merchant, right? One of them, yes. One of the arms merchants. She was told to be interested in language. I could try a few things out. Uh, real quick, Derek, I haven't put a single language down. Um, I have 27, though. Uh, uh, Why are you such a fuck? You probably speak most things, then. Okay. And maybe sign language in a couple of them. I don't I know definitely if would actually... put sign language on there, because uh, it's the best language. Browse sign language. Son of a bitch. Silent, so. Uh, there might be, like, some, like out there human languages that you don't speak, I guess, but I think 26 gets you most of the ones on the big list. Makes sense. So she's from Qatar, right? No, they're they're, Ab- they're like super Abadarians, but like beyond that, they're fucking heretics to Abadar. They're so into money. Oh, I see. They literally, well, okay, like, you know, meta, like their plan is when they die, they inject themselves with all their melted down gold to preserve their bodies so they can be resurrected at some point. It's fucking wild. They're awesome. So they're they're like um, their whole lives are about making as much money possible and not using it on like lavishries. So like they don't 
They keep themselves, like, pure, so they don't have, like, any vices or anything, in theory. In oh, order that to... goes plan so, A. Put the blow away. Got it. Glad, okay. I put my shirt back well, on. What, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say no to the blow. Pulls the blow back out. All right. Yeah, that's that's my out. one thing. Snorting Everybody dog. has something. As long as it's pure cut Magnamarian. Ugh, this is Nirmathi. Uh, I oh. roll a bluff check. It is absolutely Magnamarian. No, she can no. tell. She <laughs> can tell. <laughs> it's just a minus 20 to the bluff check. No! Why yeah, is it only green, a plus madam. 15. So, yeah, so, like, I would, I, I will lie as much as I can to help you, Penny. Uh, I, uh, sweep over to the, the Calistrad. And and offer her an, an extra cup of coffee. Caffeine. You, it's it's you deca- and... it's decaffeinated. Don't worry mm. about it. Lukewarm S- tap water, please. S- still, I I I'm fine. That's good. Honestly, having too much caffeine can make decision making quite what. Mm, yes. And then she takes, she pulls out a mirror uh, out of her pocket and sets it on the table and grabs a razor blade. It's for late. Now, it's pretty cool. I can actually mage hand the lines for you. <clears throat> that would make things much easier. Let me look at my class levels. Oh, <laughs> looks like I can as well. Ooh! <laughs> it's impressive. Impressive. Is mage hand on the cleric list? Well, uh, her cleric, so... Not that kind of cleric, Jeff. A wizard, in fact. Oh, yeah, my definitely God. Like that tech Billy Bell! Bell! Uh, she, I have a uh, friend who's a wizard. She she casts mage hand and uh, she rolls up like a, a gold piece into a cylinder. Uh, she can uh, use to move powders from one place to another using some sort of suction. Why are you just developing drug culture for Pathfinder, Derek? I someone has to do it, William. <laughs> Begley knows. Begley gets it. All of our patrons have asked for this. <laughs> All yes. three of our patrons who are looking exceptionally, uh, what would be a, a good compliment for Focus. Calistrat? Focused. Focused. Bland. Focused. <laughs> You are looking exceptionally well put together today, ma'am. Oh, thank you. I, I suppose uh, I try. We'll cut to the chase. We're, we're trying to butter you up a little bit. I, I disagree with Cyrix on something. If you could help me out. I'm going to buy a scroll. I want a scroll of either Gate or a scroll of Greater Wish. Uh, both are good. One could pull in 20 people or get... Uh, a friend from outside our planes, and then the other one is whatever you want it. Except for Gage, of course. Exactly. Any other ninth level spell. Uh, are you a caster of sorts? Yes, uh, and she points to the hands making lines of cocaine on the table. Oh, yes! I, I didn't click for me. Then... You, we just see this kind of thing all the time, you know? It's yes. It's to blend together. You, sure. You, think, you think you'd get used to it. I don't know, so... Do you think the diversity is just better for it than the that's, spell? That's what I've been trying to tell. Well, I, w- I will say uh, this is probably more interesting than listening to the men talk about their fish. So let me hear what each of you have to say, and then I'll weigh in and decide the winner. Okay, well, the, the way my brain thinks of it is gate has four things. G, A, T, and E. Mm-hmm. First is G. You're going places. Where are you going? The second letter. A. Absolutely. Anywhere. 
No. <laughs> yes, Absalom. Right to Absalom. You can go anywhere you want. Anywhere you want. And then the third question of what's even the point is answered by the letter T. The point is keeping people you're, safe. You're using the the word the in the acronym. Seems quite lazy, I, don't you think? I made this originally in Elven, and the word oh. for E, so... You do know uh, I'm an elf, right? Oh, then maybe I should have just done this in Elven. <laughs> she's, she's clearly a human. Oh, God. That's <laughs> even not the only level of blood check. She an elf. <laughs> Does she have, like, little ears taped to her ears? And finally, E, environment. We can get in or out of any environmental system we want with the spell. Such as Absalom. Such as Absalom, a very dangerous place, I've heard. Uh, you can tell she probably has dementia. That'll make this easier. Well, that I rest my case. Uh, Eddie, summon our boy Paizuzu. Grandpapa, <laughs> is that you? Santilla, listen to me for just a second, dear. What is the one thing that your heart desires the most? <laughs> she looks down at the hand. <laughs> I see that you seem to, you know, have a fondness for... Uh, what we in the business call blow. No, no, I don't actually partake. It's just fun to make my hand to do things. Uh, oh. Well, as, as... let me tell you all of the things your hands could do with a spell like Wish. Also going down the wrong path. Uh, I thought that was a good pivot. Yeah, but the finger blasting isn't exactly her thing. I wasn't saying finger blasting at all. Oh, well, then go on. I was saying if you enjoy making shapes with your fingers and having sensory experiences, you can't do that with gates. You know, you open the gate, you go somewhere, and and you're just there. And and... I know several demons who do a good hand puppet show. That is, you know, I've heard that as well. But wish you could conjure up your own sentient hand puppets you are right there uh she she cast conjure hand puppets on her own which is a second level spell Sam. <laughs> but they're not intelligent well she uses oh. the mad magic and makes it a third level spell okay i um, understand that you're showing off here i'm just trying to say that your needs and interests are important and wish is a scroll that could get you there Oh, I I agree. Uh, for example, Wish would allow me, if I'm out of spells for the day, to say, teleport to Absalom. Well, would you like to teleport to Absalom really quick? We can stop no, by I, and get some lunch. I hate Absalom. Oh, me too. Do you want to go to heaven? We've been there before. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I much prefer Axis. There's this nerd that lives up there. <laughs> Is his name Laurel? No, no. They're, making, they're making a Planescape Torment joke. Well, I'm oh, sitting on the I'm edge sorry. of my seat. His name is Jimmy I'm Carter. I'm a dumb bitch. <laughs> well, I'm sitting on the edge of my seat. You've heard both of our cases. What is your feelings on this? Well, honestly, if it was me, I would just buy both. <laughs> you look at Cyrix, and I kind of nod. That's what I'll do then. At least we have the capital to do that. We've been making lots of these sort of buys lately. I remember we were... What, what were we fighting? She was a... Ghost? Witch? Medusa. Medusa. A ghost Medusa. And I pull out my echolocation wand and start twirling it. I bought this guy. And basically made it to where everybody didn't have to see with their eyes, but their ears. You see where I'm going with this. Yes, 
It seems like a practical use uh, to fighting uh, one of those creatures. So, And I yes. think my point is we have lots of practical uses worth your money as well. I will say, uh, g- given the nature of this council, uh, perhaps your money shouldn't be going towards individual scrolls, which can only be used one time. Maybe if you want to win the war, there's more things I can provide. What is your catalog like? I, I'm less I'm less familiar. She's got mercenaries, she's got weapons, she's got magic stuff because she's the wizard. The army part and the mercenaries is probably the most important thing, though. Santilla, are we oh. talking about us paying you for your services? Or... <laughs> Obviously. Maybe we could make a case for why our side winning the war would be beneficial to you. And that beneficial... the investments. Now, I will say what my friend is talking about, uh, the term payment plan, comes to mind. Now, that that can be arranged, but nothing from me is going to come for for free. If you want that, then I suggest you go ravage outside in the dirt. Yeah, that's what free stuff is, really. Just stuff you find in the dirt. And that's not what we need to win this war. Like worms and people from Absalom. Well, you can use worms... To get people, you know, you put the worm on a hook and you get someone from Absalom. Yes, so what is it that you propose? Uh, I turn to Cyrix, look back. Uh, can I, uh, Lucy is less good at this accounting stuff, but Penny would be. Um, what a proposal of being like half now, half we win the war. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think like the specifics of the money actually matters. I think it's oh, more... You're just like proving, proving, or yeah, per perhaps we, an excess wink. Perhaps we could convince her uh, that you know we could set up a trade agreement with uh, the dwarf city. That's good. Just use my father's estate as escrow. And, and you know whether or not we, that's true, we, we can lie about it. We have spent quite a bit of our time and efforts into our endeavors. And you'll notice we're the ones winning. And I kind of lean in and quietly say, see him, the general? We've basically got his army in our back pocket. They need to be outfitted with better stuff. It's an easy convince to tell him to buy more premium goods from a more, I'm going to say trustworthy because your reputation precedes you, but... Uh, it would be fortuitous for you uh, and profitable for you. I will tell you, when I do deals, only three things are quite important to me. Motive, which, honestly, I don't care about as much in this situation. Uh, means, don't know quite what's going on with you all right now. But it seems like you might have the potential to get ways of winning battles on your own. Uh, but most importantly is money. I could make a lot of concessions on my morals and who I sell to if the price is correct. Uh, I see what you're saying. Oh. Uh, we're, we're saying specifically that we will pay you more than uh, the hobgoblins. Do, does, she, does she know about the war chest. Anyway, never mind. But yes, never mind. Uh, anyway, probably not probably not interested in the the millions of pieces of gold that we found in our. Oh, Sirix, no. it's fine. It's fine. The point I is, we, we have 
we, we do have a bit deeper pockets than we see. We have investors that aren't just the ones in this room. Uh, they're the ones who got us here. They're the ones who fund my scroll buying habits. Oh, we got the intel on a fucking oh, old room vein in, in the in the in Kragadon. We are quite close with the Kragadonian royalty as well. You you know Gorn, you know Greyhammer. That's well, I wouldn't uh, say no. I'd say helped save his nation and could very easily put you in a position with his nation. That would be very profitable. I mean, let's be real. Krakadon needs weapons too, right? And they just need to be introduced to you, and your product will sell itself. Uh, go ahead and give me a buffer diplomacy. Definitely bluff. I don't know who the fuck this lady is. I got a 40. I got, <laughs> I got a 50. Can I aid? <laughs> Holy shit, you lied. No, that's two successes. You don't need aids. <laughs> well, it's okay if... I mean, I'm, I'm cool either way, so. Uh, so 40 and 50. Uh, 50 gets it. Uh, <clears throat> you see, uh, she's, she's, she's very receptive to Cyrix uh, and all yeah, the she bullshit is. she's spewing. Um, Penny, as you're talking, and you kind of take the line that you're going to use as the big finisher um, as you're talking... Uh, her eyes kind of dart over to uh, Katra from Molthoon, and her she kind of gets this little grimace on her face, as if she's trying to weigh two different possibilities. Uh, but then, as you deliver your line, she's over on your side, so uh, you have two uh, successes. I might need, as you put it at the beginning, a bit more buttering up, but I think I can start arranging uh, some finances and getting my people started working on some projects for you all. Um, talk to me tomorrow and we can perhaps move this whole thing out. I, uh, I, I tap my finger against my nose and I say, yes, we will get more butter for you. Cyrix. <laughs> you just lost an influence. <laughs> You say the uh, he was eaten by a cocaine golem. You said the gal. You said the gal from uh, Malthoon is a uh, is Scintilla. No, what's her name? Katra. That's what I thought. Okay. And do we know anything about her? Uh, Will did a perception check on her last week uh-huh. to get her uh, information about her influence checks. Uh huh. It's uh, history and nobility. <clears throat> she's easily swayed by patriotism and ambition. Anyone hearkening back to when Malthun and Nermathos were still one country fighting, fighting Chelish rule earns her favor. Uh, history and mobility. Oh, I got nothing there, so I'm sorry. I would love to talk to her, though, but it's just not going to work. They're very low checks. Derek, I don't have a point in either. <laughs> and then what uh, What was the... There were two other people. We have the Ranger General... Uh, Sentila, the Calistade, the the money lady. Then we have the forest rep fay, who is the fay. Uh, so then you have uh, Santine, the uh, the knight of Ozum, who uh, Teresia got the influence check on, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then you have Obisk Shalehammer, the dwarf. Well, okay, tell me about Doc. What's what's he gonna need to seal the deal? What checks? Religion nobility. Nope, nope, nope. Soldier diplomacy. 
religion buff. I can try him on religion. I mean, that's probably my best check. Uh, you do have a bonus because of the uh, the check as well. Can Penny can Penny try something real quick? Laura, do you want to help me talk to Doc Santine? What do we need for that? Or do he's you want a, to talk he's to a, sexy He's an wolf? old, semi-washed-up paladin, but his people are noble and strong, and they hold the last wall. For now. That book <laughs> yet. Uh, yeah. Yeah, also de- has an also has an undead penis. I can come with you, but I can't really do any skill checks. I did Laura, the perception to see. Laura, come here. I want you to follow me. We're going to talk to a man of of honor and, and dedication. I don't know. He's an Imadean. How can... Wow. Do you have do you have any ranks in bluff or diplomacy or bluff or yeah diplomacy? I do technically have a plus three to bluff because of a thing I had to take to make it to where y'all didn't know I was a half orc in the beginning. But I well, uh, you would only need to roll a thirty one on the die. For the check is going to be uh, relatively low, and I have a bonus to it. I think I can probably only fail on like a three or below. Like I can be there for a RPG moral support. There you go. There you go. I can be there for moral support, but I can't really be there for anything. <clears throat> I, I got you the perception check to know. <laughs> Laura, come with me. You're about to learn a lot about me. That's alarming. That's okay. You were there for most. Good. Good luck. Uh, so, so you all are you all are hanging out uh, with the men who are talking about their fish. Uh, Laura, I could you wait, like. Could I join them and they're talking of fishing with a survival check to just ingratiate myself to the group? Sure. Can what I, kind of uh, fish does Laura have on her? This isn't going to actually reflect any influence. Uh, I don't have any fish on me, but I do take out my phone. And <laughs> other than like a handful of photos of my children, most of them are from uh, extreme fishing. Like, you scroll past extreme. one of your goose dick. Oh, I forgot to delete that. She's not to delete takes off her phone. Uh, yeah, no, Laura exclusively uh, bow fishes. My children have allergies. That's why their eyes are always so red in these photos. <laughs> they've been doing. They've had allergies for years. Obis kind of is like <clears throat> tries to mansplain to you, and he's like, "Did you know you could use a rod and tackle to catch fish?" I'm going to fuck you yeah, up. Right you're now. a pussy. Oh shit! Uh, no, we're gonna neg him. That's the new strategy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he probably would be into that. Mr. Flamebreaker, do you have any uh, good hunting stories? Well, my name is Doc. Oh, I suppose I have a couple other, mostly related to the field of battle. Uh, we Mr. did hunt the mighty squatch. I believe the time has come for us to talk God. Or goddess, I suppose. No, thank you. God is boring. Good, follow me. Okay. Uh, he pulls fifty dollars out of his pocket just in case. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if Derek can actually get back into actual RP character. This is gonna be a thing. We're gonna we're gonna test this. I think he's lost the eater. He's he's drunk. He's drunk on milk. <laughs> I believe in you. What would you like to talk about, Santine? I believe when we were first introduced, you had heard my name in relation to the story of the loss of power some Iowans face. We talked about it a couple times afterwards. At least once, yes. Yes. Well, I know that you're perhaps inclined to help the ongoing conflict in this region, but I'd like to give you some context to perhaps illuminate you to the fact that I believe Iomade and perhaps all the gods are wrapped up in this conflict as well. Go on. 
It seems. Have you given any more thought to the name Galarian? Planet we live on, like we talked about last time. Yes, I see. So you have not. Although, I mean, how would I possibly know any of that? I didn't write the story. I have never met him. Yes, of course. Well, here's the situation. As as we previously discussed, Galarian, to the best of my knowledge, was the original herald of Aridin, who, for reasons unknown but implied, was locked away in one of Aridin's realms until quite recently, in fact. He was unleashed upon this world, incidentally, or accidentally, I should say, by a group of adventurers. Cyrix and Laura know them personally. I believe one is actually Laura's husband. He's dead, of course. Still here. And he has seemed to be taking an active interest in the events occurring occurring in this war. Now, I think they might be a bit below him, but he still has interest in them because we are involved in them. Well, I went to heaven. I think I, did I tell you about the time I went to heaven? Potentially. I was very drunk at the time. Yes. Well, after I had slain my sister, who was a filthy follower of Zankuthan, I had a his, little bit... His of... face is making some... Yes, yes. <laughs> I know, I'm just a pit of mysteries. He's, just, must be so he's just all over the place. <laughs> I have been to heaven. Just... I did a murder. Penny over there was kind enough to take me and my sister's corpse back to Magnamar, and I put her in the family tomb. And I decided that I wanted some answers for my Omidae herself. So I found myself a tuning fork, and we made our way to heaven. And here's what's so fascinating. When I was up there, Doc, none of the angels, none of the guards, none of the denizens knew a thing about us here on the material plane losing access to Iomade's grace. Not a single one knew about it. I'd bring it up. They acted like I was a fool. They acted like I must be incorrect. Clearly I was not, as you know. Through my mind right now, there are several reasons that that could be. Yes. But not a single one of them has a very high probability of being true. So I yes. find this very, very... Yes, disconcerting, as did I. Now, what's interesting is, about the time we started to leave, they told us, oh, we understand, we'll get it fixed up. When I came back to the material plane, bam, zoom, pow, we all have our powers back. Well, I never lost mine, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though. While I was up there, I received no direct communication from my Omade. Since I've been back, despite praying every night, of course, and using many spells to augment the experience... I have not heard Iomade speak to me directly. But you know who I have had speak to me directly in my dreams? This Jesus Galarian. Christ. Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, of mm. course. Galarian has been sending me messages, however. And they've been significantly more direct than anything I've received through Iomade's intermediaries. Now, obviously, my faith in the goddess is now shaken. But I am deeply concerned. For all we know, perhaps Iomade's loss of connection to us all was due to Galarian breaking free from his cage, going up to heaven doing something nefarious, I assure you, he has the power. He's at least as powerful as a as a formal herald would be, perhaps greatly more so. I'm not, com- mythic ranks for sure. I'm not completely convinced that he has not made some lasting impact on the goddess. And I want to focus on that. But I have to finish what's happening here first. I believe you and I, working together, could resolve both conflicts more swiftly and effectively. You say he's interested somehow in the Hobgoblin War. What do you mean by that? Well, insofar as he's interacted with many major movers in the conflict, for instance, all these heralds of Aridin, uh, the one here, Cyrix, I've been traveling with, there were others in the party before. I find it odd that all these heralds would be here dealing with this conflict at the same time this Galarian character shows up. Somehow I can't help but believe all this is intermixed somehow. We were brought here and placed here by fate. And as you and I know, Mr. Santine, fate is not random chance. Uh, both of you make me sense motive checks, please. Oh my god, he's Galarian! 
you see a gargoyle arm sticking out from his back. Hey, wait a second. 21. 16. Fuck. I, I thought you were good at these. Who? Uh, <laughs> Teresia, um, when you mention the word Harold, mm-hmm. uh, his his face does a little something that feels like feels like he just thought of something, but then immediately tried to conceal that little facial tick. Doc, there's no reason to to hide anything from me. I'm a sister of the faith, as you are a brother. What do you know of the heralds? If you have any answers, anything you can provide would be useful. It's not that I know anything. It's maybe <clears throat> more of what I, I don't know. I I don't know when you said said that. And then the other thing at the beginning about this Galarian being first herald. I'm harking back to my youth, reading scriptures and books of the Omidae. I feel it's, it's a, a memory, but it's not tangible of looking into a book, reading, and there being, how do I, blank spaces? Would you like to share that memory with me? I, as disjointed as it may be. I suppose... This is another heaven situation, by the way. Yeah, fuck you, Derek. Uh, <laughs> I, I pull out my hand and it glows It glows brightly. Show um, me, Paladin. All you know. Uh, so, I mean, he's just got, like, a book, and it's, like, in Yomade school or whatever. Mm. Does it look like the Lungro Goog head? No, it's just, it's like an actual, like... I mean, Teresha's probably seen this book before. Not necessarily this copy. Uh, oh, yes, the chick Bible trek. I remember these words. Chicken soup for the Oyomidean soul. <laughs> I cry every time um, when the horse story comes up. So uh, he's just like flipping through it, making making notes in the margin. Uh, and then he like opens up a page and like, so this would be like a, a history portion of the book where... Uh, they're basically discussing like the history of of Aridin and like early on you flip on and it's like uh Aridin ascends to godhood and then you flip the page it says um, one of one of Aridin's first acts after attaining godhood was creating a h and then like everything is just white and it's not like physically white it's just like not in the book and from <clears throat> like you feel from inside of doc's head like his eyes kind of glaze over uh and then it turns the page and then he's back at the properly like a given history it's, it's almost like somebody's deleted portions of the book like, magically. either you did not take your religious studies seriously which i strongly doubt or there's some knowledge that you once read that somebody does not want you to know. But that was just a... I don't... Every every night at the school I had the access to those same books. I don't even know if I ever took out any books that somebody wouldn't be normally reading. I'm... Huh. Perhaps the now, Perhaps this block of knowledge affects all of us. All followers of Abode, anybody who reads that text. Or just anybody in general. Nobody knows about him. I mean, it, it could obviously be a bunch of things. It could be this Galarian character somehow blocking out his existence, but that wouldn't make a whole ton of sense if he was on another realm. Perhaps Aridin was blocking it, and Iomade carried on the tradition. That's kind of what I'm assuming. 
Does that feel disconcerting at all to you? Obviously, there are things that Goddess does and does not tell us, but to forbid a topic, even from scholarly knowledge, seems odd. It it is personally disconcerting to know that there is information out there that I can never know, but what fixes that is I believe wholeheartedly that Yomine knows what's right and what's best. So if this information has to be hidden, and obviously... Maybe it's not so hidden anymore. Do you think Do you think us losing our powers was part of that? Oh, I'm sure Galarian had some hand to play. There's well, the, you, the two things were so temporally linked, it mu- almost certainly must be. You know, it could have been Galarian, of course, but could it have been the Yomadea herself trying to block the information of his existence by taking away our divinations and our other magics? Perhaps. Perhaps it's a test from the goddess. Self-sufficiency is one of the key tenets, you know that. Yes, then again, why would she allow one to remain if that was the case. Well, perhaps she believes, as many followers of the faith do, that we've grown a bit overly reliant on official narratives and dogma. Iomide herself was not so changed to those things while she still was mortal. Remember that time she made a cape into a bridge? Anyway. I love bridges. Yes. Almost as much as I love blow. <laughs> Indeed. I just kidding. Um... Now, I believe you should join us on our quest to resolve the Iron Fang situation. I find it hard to believe that by the time this is all seed through, that more knowledge on this topic will not be gained, and we could perhaps strengthen or even defend the faith. Do you know where Galarian resides? I believe he resides wherever he wishes to. He's a being of vast power. Now, if you ask me if he has his own demiplane, I do not know, though I imagine it's quite possible. Galarian, for example, was somehow managing my sister Samana's affairs and also held my other sister Eleanor captive somewhere. I don't believe it was on this plane. I mean, there's a chance I could try to reach out to him. He's interested in my family for some reason. That might be a strategy in the future, but probably wouldn't be best to jump the gun over it. No. In fact, I'm pretty sure me killing my sister was part of a ploy of his. Oh, well, that's fun, huh? Yeah, I know. It makes you feel great, doesn't it? Obviously, this is a lot to take in. Learning a little bit about my past as well, or not learning anything. I have a lot to consider. Well, you know what they say, Doc. Different crusades, same old bullshit. Do you, you want to make a check? I'll give him a handy. Huh. Oh, holy shit! Okay, 38. Um, I rolled thick on that one. Uh, he, um... <clears throat> uh, good. Well, I don't know if it's right. Perhaps I'll have to pray on it, perhaps. <clears throat> Given certain circumstances... Maybe staying in my own head about it would be best, but give me some time and I'll figure out what we can do and if we can do anything. As for now, I think it is best that something be done. I know you have an influence on uh, Daxantine. We shall push back the Iron Fang and defeat the Usurper. Thank you, sir. And then last is Laura. Do you have anything you want to do? No, I just stay in there and try not to embarrass myself with my lack of military uh or uh religious knowledge does gorm ever do this kind of bullshit to you lore he seems so straightforward and simple doesn't it's great and then air is still uh straightforward and honest as well oh you you have a few children so i think you've already met your quota for a rest still worship is there anybody else you want to maybe try influencing her whatever got today's day three uh you got two days after this uh, who is last? Santi <clears throat> needs two. Uh, Telefosavros needs one. Katra needs one. Or Katra needs 
I, did we already get? Hers. Yeah, I thought I thought we were out. Or still the Dunedin. The dwarf needs some too, right? Dwarf. Katra is the Mulsuni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She so needs all of them. I have a list that I'm keeping track of and show stuff if y'all want to look at it. It matches what Derek says, so you know it's either right or we're both wrong. We can hold we can hold Derek accountable. That's true. He's a right bastard. Yeah, like bluff and diplomacy works on all of them. Uh, some of them are lower checks. Obisk, because you all are like have more or more like intimate with uh, Gravidon. I might be more a little more lenient on the checks you. Harder survival. How much harder do you think it's going to be? Because if I remember correctly, I did really good on it, right? For what? For the ranger. Or do we have him all the way? Yeah, you're already, you're already oh, okay. all the way. Fuck, there's not much I can do. Who do we think we need? I don't want the fucking Malthoon lady. Well, don't do her then. We'll do her. We just want... We don't, we don't have to be happy with her, but we'll be happy with her troops. I guess that is more Malthoon's dying. What about if I just assault him? Will he respect that? Uh, I find that not. unlikely. Yeah. In fact, it says if if you assault him, uh, he turns somebody's penis and dead. Am I reading that right? That might have already yeah. happened. Might happen again. Nothing I can do, I'm afraid. Unless y'all really want me to try that sleight of hand for the other. Nah. I mean, do you not have any other skills besides sleight of hand and survival? Um, perception. Uh, could I could I do a uh, a uh, an archery uh, show off thing to him? Uh, could we get really drunk and he throws things up and I shoot them with my bow? Does he respect martial prowess? I don't know how I would deal with the DCs for that. Do it, while, do it while nude. Oh, I'm gonna make it a performance check. Well, I don't have performance, but Cyrix could do it. Um, roll me a. D100, you want above 51. Uh, if it's that, I will work with you on a perception check. Hey, 75. <clears throat> um, I'm going to say you can use a perception check to... Point out how nice of a tie he has. Sure. <clears throat> to, like, say that you've, like, seen, like, really, like, specific things about, like, while you were in Krogadon one day, you happened to notice one of his ballistas and it was like kind of gilded with gold and stuff around the edges and that it's it's nice that he could bring some civility into the or something like that i mean i'll let you play with it but basically you've <clears throat> seen something that relates to him uh like you can like use to like flatter him or something like that and what was his whole thing again he was the he's the Krogadani arms dealer he'll get you ballistas and stuff I can work with that and just like, ah, I've seen uh, fine dwarven blah blah blah. Oh, <laughs> Laura. Oh, Miss Toller, however you want to. Did you uh, take into consideration what I said about the fishing earlier? Oh, uh, with a uh, tackle? Yeah. Be a bit of a Best more way. patient. It is a bit of a more patient way, but, uh, you know, getting a, a proper sneak attack is good. I uh, generally prefer more aggressive equipment, uh, and I pat my bow. But uh, it does require that you, uh, 
have to spot the fish and bring them in. Whereas if you have the right, right. bait, you can uh, get them to come to you. Definitely has its advantage. Or, you know, in my line of work, just use a bigger arrow. Oh, 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 oh. Hmm. I sell ballistas. Oh, it's oh, true. Oh. While we were in uh, Kragadon, I did see some of those ballistas. I wish we would have had some of those at Long Shadow. Oh, are you talking about the ones up on uh, North Street and Grove Avenue? Yes, yeah, the ones that keep the poor people away. <laughs> those are Jesus. my favorite ones. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> but yes, no, uh, Dwarven craftsmanship's very nice. Oh, I... The ones I don't work on myself, I pay the finest craftsmen we have, uh... In terms of weapons crafters, there's uh, can't get much better than uh, shell hammer whalers. I always say, and that's what Prince Great Hammer says, and uh, all the other fancy people about town. They always come up to me and say, "Shell Hammer, your work is the best. Also, you're very handsome, and you know how to fish." Well, I don't know about the fishing part. We'll have to go out and do that sometime. But uh, your work does speak for itself. I go ahead and I guess make a check. I roll planes. <laughs> oh, you saw the fire dimension ballistas. <laughs> uh, I did get a 42. You know, <clears throat> the DC was actually 45, Laura. Oh, well, that's understandable. Just kidding. Aren't oh, I oh. a stinker? Uh, you sure oh. are. It was 46. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know, it's it's good to to uh, recognize uh, fine craftsmanship when you see it, uh, Maybe this will make it easier to uh, get you all on board with uh, buying some stuff. And if you keep uh, keep up at this rate, you might even get a discount. 1% maybe? Maybe 1.5? Let Penny at him. She'll get more points. A, a lot of wiggle room. Yeah. We'll see. Oh, I go and drown him whenever we. Uh, I take him out to go fishing tomorrow morning. I'm just going to drown him. There's some team talking about a catfish. Let me get over there. But thank you for the discussion, Miss Tola. Indeed. And thus closes uh, day three of... Good job. Derek, you could have told me that the check was so high I couldn't get it. Oh, you got it. I was oh, okay. kidding. Oh, which one is that for? Uh, shale Hammer. So I rolled a goddamn 19 on that. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, also, all of the DCs, uh, except for Wesleyan and... Uh, Katra today were at a plus five because everybody was all paranoid about shit. Uh, but she beat them all anyway. Well done, everybody. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a Doxon team fall from grace. I, I was kind of getting that. Um, I'm a conspiracy theorist. I have a day and now it's all <laughs> her fault. So uh, no other murders to confess to or anything. No, my soul is clean. All right. Uh, Denial begin. is often the first step. Oh, Let's Lord, begin. please. Let's begin day four of the War Council. To this time, Penny doesn't get the food. Uh, there, or She does get the food, and it's mostly coffee again, but in this time nuts of sorts, like mm-hmm. granola, you know, and whatnot. There's not like yogurt in anything. Uh, we have those to keep the gay the day going uh, forward, and Penny's gonna open up and say, "Well, now we're going to talk about forts, specifically the Iron Fangs forts. Have you all seen this tower before?" And I like roll down the tower that had the you know they can go in and out of it, whatnot. Yeah, let's talk uh, about it. 
as you reveal the tower or you start talking about it, uh, Gossamer uh, flies out of her seat and and like kind of stares daggers at everybody. And in a almost shockingly powerful voice, she says, mm, "We waste precious time sitting around arguing over these petty details. Well, you all quarrel over every fraction of silver, the Fey and the Fangwood." have learned of an onyx tower within our own realm. Oh. Everyone, everyone should be ashamed that while we talk, the Acrisio Court alone takes action, action to push back against the Legion. Oh, and listen that's the end you. of our broadcast week. Oh, I'll leave immediately. Let's go. Like, Get I don't forward. know what the fuck she's saying. Yeah. Let's fucking go. You know where one is? Well, I know a strike force. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Iron Fang Invasion is copyright 2017. Iron Fang Invasion and the Pathfinder Adventure Bath are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo.